بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمد الکریم اما بات الحمد للہ If those who run from me, i.e. in disobedience, knew how I wait for them and how much tenderness I have for them to leave off their sins, they would then die out of sheer yearning for me. Indeed, they would lop off their very limbs out of love for me. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. O Dawood, alayhi salatu wa salam, If this is my desire for those who turn from me, then how much my desire for those who accept me, i.e. in obedience. Subhanallah. So here, Allah the Almighty and Glorious, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's revealed to His beloved messenger, Dawood alayhi salatu wa salam, something about the sinners. And He mentions to him, in simple language, that those who commit sins, if they knew how I am waiting for them, how much tenderness I have for them, i.e. for them to stop sinning, they would die out of sheer yearning for me. They would cut off their limbs out of love for me. So Allah the Almighty and Glorious talks about the sinners first, as if to give them encouragement, saying, I've not abandoned you. In fact, I'm waiting for you, i.e. to turn, i.e. to make amends with your life. And then he mentioned to Dawood alayhi salatu wa salam, if this is my desire for those who turn from me, then what do you think my desire is for those who are in obedience? So note, Allah the Almighty and Glorious, He is the Lord of everything that exists. But it's important to highlight His compassion towards those who've erred and strayed. Indeed, our loving Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed many things in place for us to secure our forgiveness. For instance, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he said, The length of a day of your days to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala, is 12 hours. Your deeds of the previous day are presented to him in the morning of today. And he looks at them for three hours. When he comes across your sins, his anger is kindled. The first to notice his anger are the throne bearers. They notice that the throne has become heavier. And they together with the pavilions of the throne, the favorite angels and the rest of them start glorifying him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thereupon Jibreel blows the horn and everyone hears its sound and all of them engage in glorifying the most merciful for three hours. 
until the most beneficent is overwhelmed with mercy. So this is recorded in Tabarani, Darimi ibn Khuzayma ibn Manda, and Hafiz ibn Qayyim in his Uddatus Sabirin, Excellence of Patience and Gratefulness, page 385 of the English translation. So the great Ibn Mas'ud, he's talking about the unseen, so obviously he must have heard it from the Prophet And he says that the length of a day to your Lord is 12, 12 hours. So it's not 24 hours, it's 12 hours according to this report. And when he looks at your deeds of the previous day for three hours, his anger kindles when he sees your sins. So obviously, imagine the sins that people commit the world over. His anger is kindled. But then look what Ibn Masood said. The first to notice his anger are the honorable throne bearers. So how do they notice? Because the throne becomes heavier. The Arish becomes heavier. And when they realize his anger has been kindled, the throne bearers, the favorite angels, in fact the angels per se, start doing dhikr, start remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Jibreel blows the horn, meaning he's now telling all of the angels to start doing the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they do this for three hours. And then Allah's mercy becomes overwhelming. So what is happening? Allah has placed angels in our service. Meaning that they are triggered into doing dhikr to take away the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, our love for the blessed angels should also be immense because Allah has created them to serve us. And this is also mentioned in the Quran. For instance, in Surah Al-Shura, Surah 42, verse 5, Allah the Almighty and Glorious mentions, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem, وَالْمَلَائِكَةُ يُسَبِّحُونَ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّهِمْ وَيَسْتَغْفِرُونَ لِمَنْ فِي الْأَرْضِ And the angels alayhi salatu wasalam celebrate the praises of their Lord and supplicate for the forgiveness for those on earth. Subhanallah. So the Quran explicitly mentions it. But the Quran doesn't mention why they're doing it. The angels celebrate the praises of their Lord. And they supplicate for the beings on the earth. And specifically about the glorious throne bearers, alayhi salatu wasalam. In Surah Ghafir, Surah 40, verse 7 to 9, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, Forgive them, those who turn in repentance and follow your path and preserve them from the penalty of the fire. O our Lord, Make them enter the gardens of eternity, which you have promised to them, and to the righteous of their fathers, their wives, and posterity, and preserve them from all ills. And any whom you do preserve from ill that day, on them will you have bestowed mercy indeed. And that will truly be from the highest achievement. So, specifically with regards to the throne bearers, they make a very comprehensive dua. And they're making dua for us and also our family, i.e. to secure our forgiveness. But what causes it? You have to turn to the report. And it's to do with Allah looking at our sins. Look how strange. The mercy of Allah becomes overwhelming. And what is the trigger for it? It's the sins, which is strange. Sins should not trigger the divine mercy. 
But ultimately, it does. But it's through the angels, Allah Ta'ala, does this out of kindness to us. Conversely, compare the fear that the angels have for themselves. In Behaki, it is Shu'abul Iman, 1-521, Kanzul Umal, number 5896, or 3-145. Imam Sayyuti in his Jami Al-Kabir. Shaykh Al-Bani Rahmatullah stated Mawdu in his Ad-Da'ifa, number 6497. So this narration is recorded. But Shaykh Al-Bani Rahmatullah said, you cannot attribute it to the Prophet. To attribute it to the Prophet is, is a grave crime because he says it's a fabrication. However, it is related from the righteous predecessors. What is it mentioned? Jibreel once came to the Prophet and he was weeping. The Prophet asked, Why are you weeping, O Jibreel? Jibreel said, My eyes have not been dry from tears since Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the hellfire out of fear that I will disobey him and he will throw me into it. So why was the archangel weeping? He was weeping because he thought that there is a possibility he would fall into disobedience. And when he saw the hellfire, he was now fearing too much. So now why is it strange? Because the angels are sinless. So it's not a case of they can fall into sin. So therefore, the meaning here is that their fear of the Almighty and Glorious is something very hard for us to register. So look at the contrast. Look at how much mercy they show to us. And when it comes to themselves, they've got no mercy. And what's interesting about that, Abu Bakr Siddiq said, if you want your Lord to have special mercy upon you, and be hard upon yourself and merciful to others. But was he referring to the angels there? <laughs> so now this narration, like I've mentioned, cannot be attributed to the Prophet But the meaning is confirmed. In Tabarani, in his Ausat 5-64, Shaykh al-Bani rahmatullahi states, Hassan in Sahih al-Jami number 5864, Sayyidina Jabur radiyallahu, he relates that our beloved messenger said, Sallallahu alayhi wa on the night when I was raised to the heavens, I saw Jibreel as if he was like a worn out water skin due to the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So on the blessed night of Isra and Mihraj, the Prophet said, I saw Jibreel in his original state. And he goes, he looked like a worn out mat or water skin because of his fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this narration shows that he has immense fear of Allah the Almighty and Glorious. Now why is it even more strange to understand? Because you need to know his abilities. His strength is amazing. He's one of the great signs of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And yet he's completely in awe and fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And look how the Prophet described it. He was like a worn out mat. Meaning there's no like blood like you say in a person's cheeks. And similarly, Hafiz ibn Qudama al-Maqdisi in his Al-Khawf Hakikatihi wa Bayan Darajatihi, the ranks of the faithful, page 42 of the English translation, it mentions, when Iblis first revealed himself, Jibreel and Mikail began to weep. 
Thus Allah the Almighty inquired, Why are you weeping? They said, Oh our Lord, subhanahu wa ta'ala, we do not feel safe from your plan. He responded, Remain in this state. <laughs> so now what's happened? Iblis Azazil, that's his real name, Shaitan, he was condemned. And then Jibreel and Mikael, they got to start weeping. Why? Because they thought that he was a very righteous servant. He was with them for millennia in the heavens, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But he fell. And Jibreel and Mikael, they started to weep. And they said, Oh, our Lord, we do not feel safe from your plan. Meaning, are we also safe? And the Allah, the Almighty and Glorious said, Remain in this state. Because do not feel safe from my plan. So let me ask you a question. Then what about us? So note, the angels, their fear of Allah, the Almighty and Glorious is immense. And yet at the same time, their mercy for this is overflowing. So note, these are the sublime qualities. But note again, the love that Allah has for us. In continuation, one should not find this surprising that our Lord has placed so many mechanisms of mercy for this. For the treasures of our Lord are unending. In Sayyid Muslim, Riyadh Salihin, number 111. Sayyidina Abu Dhar radiyallahu he relates that our beloved messenger said sallallahu alayhi wa that almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says hadithi kudsi ya ibadi law anna awwalakum wa akhirakum wa insakum wa jinnakum O my servants were the first of you and the last of you the humans of you and the jinn of you qamu fi sa'idi wahid were to stand in one place. فَسَعَلُونِ فَأَعْتَيْتُ قُلَّ إِنسَانٍ مَسْأَلَةً And you made a request of me, and were I to give everyone what he requested. مَا نَقَصَ ذَلِكَ مِمَّا إِنْدِي That would not decrease what I have. إِلَّا كَمَا يَنْقُصُ الْمِخْيَةُ إِذَا أُدْخِلَ الْبَحْرِ Any more than a needle, would decrease the sea or the ocean if it were put into it. Subhanallah. So this is a very famous hadith you could see. So what does Allah the Almighty and Glorious say? He's all my servants. So this is referring to every one of his creations. Were the first and the last of you, the humans and the jinn. Why did he mention the humans and the jinn? Because they're the thakalain, the heavy ones. Qamu fi wahid. You were to stand in one place, meaning you all got together. So imagine. All the angels got together, all the jinn, all the humans, and all the other creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah ta'ala says, And you made dua to me, and I was to give everyone what he wanted. That would not decrease what I have. So somebody goes, What does that mean? It means when he gives, it doesn't affect his treasures. It's not a case that he's got stored treasure. He's got unending treasures. So Allah is saying, and he gave the example so you could get some idea. Any more than a needle would decrease the ocean if it were put into it. So if you dropped a needle in the ocean and you picked the needle out, how much, of the, how, how much has that affected the ocean? 
He goes, that's the example that Allah goes, if you ask and I give. So now this part of the divine awe was mentioned on the first night of the divine revelation. So think about that. If somebody says to you, it's in the Quran, that's enough. <laughs> if somebody says to you, it was revealed in the early period, it's even more interesting. If somebody says to you, it was revealed on night one, first contact, where Allah now spoke to mankind and jinn again. What does he say? In Surah Al-Alaq, Surah 96, verse 3, one of the five verses that were revealed, the first time that Allah revealed to the Prophet Akram. Recite, and your Lord is Al-Akram. Your Lord is the most bountiful. So now what's strange about this? People know the first revelation. Because when were the first verses to be revealed? And they stop there. And he goes, recite in the name of your Lord. He goes, so what else? That, else? that all that was revealed? He goes, yeah, go back to sleep, brother. Five verses were revealed. Right? So straight away, that's how much they know about the Sirith. Living in Cloud Cuckoo Land, right? So five verses were revealed. Somebody goes, okay, so what is it mentioned? You, you should know. No, you know the first revelation of the Quran, you buffoon. Recite in the name of your Lord. Ikra bismi insana min alak. He created insan from a alak, from something that clings. Ikra wa rabbukal akram. Recite and your Lord is most bountiful. And then he continues. So what does Allah mention about himself on night one of the divine revelation? He goes, I am Al-Akram. I am the most bountiful. So what does that tell you? You need to understand this aspect of his greatness. A person goes, could you explain? You go back to the Hadith Qudsi. You should know that the one that you're worshipping... His treasures are unending. And this is why Abu Huraira, he said, look at what your Lord has given and created. He goes, has it affected his treasures? So forget about everybody else. Just look at yourself. What has Allah given you? And somebody goes, you can't, there's no end to his blessings. And that's just you, your poxy human being. So you can't even count your own blessings. And you want to know about what Allah has done. So Abu Huraira goes, it's not affected him. He's Al-Akram. Indeed, this is what you would expect from the Lord of all the worlds. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the Salaf, to finish, when he recited that Hadith Qudsi, he would be on his knees. So he, he refused to narrate this Hadith Qudsi except on his knees. Why? Out of majesty. Out of servitude to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So note, his mercy to us is immense. But we'd expect this. Why? Because he's Al-Akram. He's the most bountiful. And that is part of the bounty of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So all I mentioned today was basically taking again a glimpse into the divine mercy. And note is truly unending. I But we need to reflect upon this every now and again so to refresh our Iman. Are there any questions you'd like to ask? 